Welcome, boys and girls, lads and ladies of all ages. We are the, as you can see below here, we are the Triforce Podcast. I, of course, am Matthew Bucarell, the Madman, and uh, we got a great show for you today. Um, Triforce Podcast, always, we are made up of one myself, Mr. Matthew Bucarell, the Madman, Mr. Christopher Bristow, the old man, over to my right, and over to my left is one Stephen Bucarell, big brother. Hey, Chris is watching. Yeah. Hey, hey! We got the Matt, uh, the Matt, big Matt belt, the Matt man belt, we'll call it, uh, over here. We'll send out the invite so the friends can come and join along. And uh, so we start off the podcast every goddamn time, one, uh with the nerdy news. Ready for this? You ready to get started? We can that indeed get started with the nerdy news. I'm sharing out as well. I'll send it to Kelly because he's the, the light hell? of our podcast. He's right not here. here. <laughs> he's not dead. Once again, I don't mean to allude that he's dead. Just like I alluded that you were dead. Yeah, you did allude that I was dead. I, I caught that. Minorly. A, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. So, uh, I'll tell you what, man. Starting off with the nerdy news, we're going to go entertainment nerdy news first because there is a death. Ooh. Yeah, really? A very big death here. The death is... Is in, it one uh, of the only two actors that I know? No, it's actually okay. a comic series that is coming to an end. The Walking Dead comic series is ending its 15-year run with an abrupt end with issue number 193. Yeah, I read this. This is uh, this it's is very quite shocking. shocking. And because I know it's and, still in its height. You know, it's still in the height of its you know of of its big boom. Really, not as many people I think are watching the TV series as much. But I still think that the people still follow the comics and they like the interaction with the comics. You want to go to the first story? Surprise announcement hey. after a multi-issue death of Rick Grimes is uh, going to be that they're going to be ca- canceling the whole series after that with issue 93, which is going to be one triple issue. It's going to be a triple issue for the same price. So they're giving you three comics for the price of one comic, and he wants to take the time to go through what happens to these characters following Rick's tragic death. So, uh, you know, multiple sources confirming that it is the final issue, but no real word on what it is besides that. You scroll down here a little bit and you see Robert Kirkman had a little bit to say, saying that uh, essentially he it was a very J.R. Uh, uh, Tolkien move for, or for him to make. You know, he hates not knowing what's coming. And like me, he doesn't like the ending of a story. Right. You know, you you write these movies and, you know, and the TV shows and everything, and you hate that last bit that you're, you know, that you're in on it for, you know? Like Game of Thrones. 
some of the best episodes, as you're seeing, are right in the middle there, where you see all yeah. the characters and the plot development happening. Yeah, he's right in season in six. So it's that's like, like the battle. Uh, of, that's uh, like everything's uh, churning and everything's battle out there. of the bastards. Yeah, yeah battle yeah, of the bastards. Battle of the bastards. That was a, such a that, that was a good one. Such a great episode. Did you see? And I do have one problem with that episode. Let's get the fucking giant a weapon. Rip a tree out of the ground. I'm done. That's okay. it. That's his rant. And that's it. <laughs> but still, you could give him a. That's a very good point. When he made when he made that when he was saying that, I was just There's like, all those guys with the shields, pick a fucking tree up. They're gone. There you go. Problem solved. Even like a, an axe. You know, it'd be like this is me holding this jewel in my hand, but you'd still have like, yeah, something. You got fucking goddamn a uh, whole bunch of stuff just kind of, you know, going everywhere, all, crawling all yeah. over you like spiders, but you don't give them a weapon. So I have to ask him, do you see the, uh, the uh, symbolism between both Daenerys and Jon Snow? They're very much Batman and <laughs> Joker. Yeah. Kind of, because... And how that one ended, that was freaking sweet. I so, think he's in, uh, he's happy about that. Yeah, man. So, um, Walking Dead, though, um, they already killed off Rick Grimes in the comics and in the show. No, the show, they, they let him walk. They let him walk? I believe so. Okay. I haven't watched it. Oh, God, man. I, I, I stopped after the death of Glenn. Because that's where it just kind of got right dried up. It got dried up. I wanted to see how they did the death of Glenn. And they did it right. I did. I watched a couple episodes after that. But that's Wait a minute. Off of it. Is that a spoiler alert? Yeah, but if anybody cared, I think everybody stopped watching The Walking Dead a long time ago. So I don't really think anybody's too too concerned about that spoiler. It's not like I the just last ruined I that Mysterio is actually an ice cream man in Far From Home. I stopped at season seven. Oh man, I can't even remember what season it was. But you know, I mean the uh, the season after they got to Alexandria. God, yeah, the second article there is more Walking Dead, which is ha the big elephant in the room that they just leave there. Walking <sighs> Dead is not talking anything about the infestation, uh, like the infection, the zombie infection, and like what caused it. Because, as you can see above me here, is that he's very he, it couldn't be any more or less important to these characters, especially with how long they've survived now. Everything you need to know about the zombie uh, 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 infection, you pretty much find out within the first fifty, uh, you know, issues of the comic. It's everything you need. They to know. could have done so much more with the infection explanation. They Ooh. could have, but once again, it's this is more of a, a focus on the characters and them going through the zombie apocalypse. Now, even though the characters are dying off like a George R. R. Martin book, but. It's still very much they had that they had yeah. that in common death. Yeah. Like if you love somebody, they're going to die. It's just a, a matter of time. Carl, that's the one they killed off. They killed off Carl in the show. Yeah, I I, I knew they were going to do it. I just they had another kid though, so you could still kind of cope. So that was the thing. The comic was so much more brutal, so much more violent, and so much better than the actual show. And Even then we got oversaturated. It did. 
It did. It had a huge hype train, which kind of fueled the whole zombie video games for a while there. H1Z1 and games like in DayZ. Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead. You got these games because they brought zombies back into the forefront that George Romero kind of stepped up off of that and evolved it. See? Just when we thought we were going to get Half-Life, I mean, not Half-Life 3, but go Left 4 Dead 3. They did tease that. They did tease it. Valve, but then he took it back. But you motherfucking make Half-Life 3. Let's not focus on that. That's just a sore subject. <laughs> Why? Because it is on Steam. Ah! Uh, they have their summer sale going on, and I tried. I even tried to get excited for a Steam summer sale, but most of their stuff is just the garbage you haven't bought yet. Yep, it really is. As much as I love it, this man you know and love, Donnie Motherfucking Yen, doing the Bottle Cap Challenge, blindfolded. Now, obviously, Ryan Reynolds did his hilarious one where he just kicks the fucking bottle of his uh, alcohol over. Um, you saw who was it? Um, Jason Statham. Jason fucking Statham was the first person I saw with that and it was fantastic. And I was like, oh my god. And then, I will never attempt that. I just showed I <laughs> Not just, inside my house. I no. just showed Matt watching it. This one. Yeah, watch the Mar- Mariah Carey. We don't really. Yeah, there you go. The sound is most of Yeah. Yeah, but we won't hurt your ears with the sound, but essentially she, yeah, does a nice little screw in there and pops the top. It's worth another. Like a rejected version of fucking, uh, who's the the X-Men that had the voice? I forget his name. That's helpful. Maybe, you know. No, no, it's not. You have to add a little bit more into the search engine to get an answer. Yeah, that's real vague on the Vega meter. What's that guy Very with the vague. voice? Yeah, the guy oh, with the loud okay. voice. Uh, what's his he name? He was in that thing with the guy, you know. The. Oh, there Doom. we go. Id Software's Doom is getting a TV series with David and James Franco. Yay. Coming to the USA Network, it has ordered up a TV pilot for Masters of Doom. Now, Dave and James are going to be producers of that series. Um, David Kushner recounted uh, the stories of id Software's co-founders, John Karamak and John Romero. That was the original 2003 Masters of Doom nonfiction book. Um, it's a story about best friends turned bitter rivals as they create this legendary first-person shooter of Doom. I see that as a good USA show. You look at USA, what do they have? They have Burn Notice, Suits, a whole bunch of other copy shows like that. The regurgitated formula. This is right along the lines of, one, getting video games more out into the mainstream as well as really kind of focusing on this game because when it came out, it was fucking huge. So I'm really looking forward to that. I remember remember getting a 32X just for playing Doom. Tom Holland which if you will uh, a couple people have noticed we did a spoiler alert for Far From Home I saw and it god man I can't say enough good things about that about that movie it's it's really good even though the 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 end credit scene is like you know licking an asshole that hasn't been wiped properly It, 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 it leaves a bad taste in your mouth but and Marvel has said, yeah, we're not reversing the outcome Great. of that mid-credit scene. So, it's 
Spider-Man 3 is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with it and where they go with characters. With the news, I saw a bunch of rumors popping up in the rumor mill how they were going to, you know, have Scorpion or, you know, uh, Craven the Hunter. You don't know until Disney fucking announce it. You don't know what they're going to do. Dun, 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 dun. But this story is going off on Tom Holland's Sony adventure. He's making he's going to be Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie, which we okay. have reported previously. Does that count towards his nine movies, or are they just no? This is Sony, separate company entirely. Right. Well, you know what? Yeah, the ones that yeah, these, this Spider-Man. is the one that got they got everything bought out by Disney. So this is the husk of what remains, is which is going to be this Uncharted movie. Now, the thing that is very important here is they're not going to copy the games. The, da- uh, the director, Dan Trachenberg... Is he even going to be a drive? Yeah. Uh, is focusing on a younger Nathan Drake and his life before the events of the games. It's going to go back to when he used to work in a coffee shop. Oh boy, the excitement goes from there. <laughs> Nathan Drake, one scoop or two? <laughs> Title of the podcast. Do you want your espresso? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's he's doing a straight-up adaptation would be a bad idea. He acknowledges when you try to rip off a video game into a movie, you're shorting the gamers because they've already had this amazing experience. If any one of those Uncharted games that you play... Is an amazingly it, immense experience. Every it's game is game. its own epic. So yeah. I, I urge mm-hmm. you to buy the collector's edition. Uh, well, well, the collection of all the Uncharted games, oh, one, yeah. two, and three that were on PS3. Yeah, they are now remastered for the PS4, twenty dollars. Great. As Uncharted amazing. Four is also, I believe, twenty dollars as well. Very worth it, and it encapsulates the ending altogether. Now the the director believes that. His telling of this story, even Naughty Dog, were they to make another game in the series, they would want to go for the storyline that he has. So there's a lot of promise there, and I gotta tell you, I really think that uh, I really think that that could be good, especially with Tom Holland. No other casting was announced for that, but this one, everybody is excited for. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, (laughs) Todd Phillips, is uh, the uh, mastermind behind (laughs) this one. And he was telling Empire Magazine, we didn't follow anything from the comic books, which uh, people are going to be mad about. We just wrote our own version. Scroll back up, I was reading that shit, you son of a bitch. Um, We wrote our own version uh, where the guy like uh, the Joker might come from. It's not... that's what's interesting. We are not doing the Joker, but the story of becoming the Joker, becoming this man, this mad clown. I like that, man. And especially with the Killing Joke uh, version of the Joker you see right here, right above other screen. Hey! Uh, right above my head, you see the Killing Joke Joker, which was on the cover. I have that, that comic upstairs. It's really fantastic if you ever see it, because it goes into the origins. Um, and then Joaquin Phoenix's version over here. But, and then you see Heath Ledger in the center. Fairly certain they can tell the real-life picture of the Joker over here. Are you sure? They're so... so I'm going to give him a little bit over here where the mouse is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The big thing. Poking his nose. Picking a booger. Um, Picking Joaquin Phoenix's boogers. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. Swing aware, Merle. (laughs) 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 I settled with the title of the last podcast, The Motley Musketeers, No Teabagging Bernie. All right? (laughs) 
We'll see how it goes. Well, <laughs> well, all student debts paid off. <laughs> <laughs> so it's no ties to the comics, and uh, it's an original interpretation. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is just trying to be something of his own version, where it's going to stand by itself. As I, I think it could be good. This next story, though, this, the the movie you didn't know you wanted, with a lot of motherfuckers. I'm a mushroom clown, name motherfucker, motherfucker. Chris, <laughs> of course, Chris Rock is uh, reimagining Lionsgate's Saw series. Uh, the Saw franchise is now going to have one Mr. Samuel L. Jackson in the mix. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, man. Reported by Bloody Disgusting, suggesting that Chris Rock will star alongside Samuel L. Jackson. So you will get a Rock and a Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. <laughs> I've been waiting all week to do that one. Um, <laughs> you see, his jokes are very well timed and planned, and I didn't plan that at all. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Rock's been a fan. Uh, well, not the Rock. I'm sure the Rock may be a fan of uh, Saul too. But Chris Rock has been a fan of the Saul franchise since it came out. And uh, hey, Sean Aaron, <laughs> Sean in his America, indeed, America, America. Um, but Rock has been a fan of the series, and he's really excited to take a really intense and twisted new place to, with this series. He's really looking to shake things up and reimagine it. And yeah, I think it, he could do it. He's a very a talented comedic mind, and with everything that he has done up until now in his career, I think that giving him the reins of Saul could really kind of uh, give a new take on. It. Um, I still just enjoy Chris Rock for what he is. It's bigger, blacker, louder will always be in the lexicon of Chris Rock. Which one, who do you think is going to die first? That's our many verses right now. <laughs> Chris Rock or Samuel Chris Jackson? Rock. Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah. Because regardless, regardless of what's what's in Sam Jackson's wallet, <laughs> black black jigsaw. Uh, he he. You're gonna die, motherfucker! Look, all right. Jigsaw was a little bit loud in the beginning. No, he's just gonna go through the entire movie going like he's gonna have different inflections of motherfucker. It's like, okay, Sam. I figured it out. Only word you're gonna say is motherfucker. You're just gonna say it differently the entire movie. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I would watch that. I don't give a fuck if it was Saw or anything. Just Sam Jackson only saying motherfucker and then different kind of like things being said to him. That'd be like, interesting. Like, objectify, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Disappointed. Motherfucker. <laughs> that at least has to be a YouTube series. The group, ver <laughs> the group version of Samuel Jackson. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am motherfucker. Title of the podcast. Samuel L. Jackson. I am motherfucker. Um, the next story is less has less motherfuckers. Um, Capcom is making a lot of... less mothers. Yeah, less mothers. <laughs> no, the game had all sorts of motherfuckers and control throwing as well. It did. Uh, when you were it playing. Had it was a very much control-breaking <laughs> game. It was. Fuck this game! Oh, the live action. Damn it, now I need new controller. <laughs> Mega Man, of course, is uh, official, officially in production with Henry Just and Ariel Shulman. Uh, they're writing and directing 
for the film for 20th Century Fox. And Charpon Entertainment will produce uh, Capcom's aiming at a diverse audience. Not only gamers, but for movie fans as well. I That is generally who you make movies for. I mean, if you're making movies for, you know... People who are a fan of, of, like, you know, picture art. That's not really going to... Yeah, no. no. fan of dogs or, you know, kale. You're not speaking to the people who like kale. (laughs) Just be better than the 90s Super Mario Brothers and I'll be happy. That's really the benchmark, isn't it? That is the benchmark. (laughs) Because even even the full motion video from the Night Trap video game is better than Super Mario Brothers, which was a live... Performance, like a production, and so I would choose. Oh, uh, Luigi, who played Luigi? It was um, who went with Party of Five? Yeah, douche. Uh, John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo said yeah. the only way he got through the Super Mario movie is he was drunk the entire time. Well, and Mega Man, Mega Man money. does have a better he story. Made, he made money, but he was Other also than, like. So he, the reason why he was stuck doing that deal because he was because he did a couple series of movies where he was really good in. Um, Leguizamo was good in. He did uh, the Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Then he was forced to do that movie. I mean, whether it's an up, upgrade or downgrade, his performance in the Romeo and Juliet remake was really good. Irregardless, like, he made money. Either way. He made money. But was then, that the one set in downtown L.A.? Yeah. yeah. But then, his character Spawn. Mm, yeah. His character in Spawn was really good, so he did kind of justify that. A little bit. But I do have yeah. hopes for the Mega Man, because Mega Man has a, one, a, <coughs> a, bet, a better story than two brothers that just got lost in a fucking pipe. Please, have that music... When you're facing the boss, <laughs> the OG music, just like this next story, and OG is rumored to be coming to Stargirl. The OG Green Lantern, Alan Scott, is set to rumoredly appear in the first season, as well as Our Man and Wildcat. So they're definitely going for that JSA, you know, Justice Society of America vibe for this show. Okay. I dig it, because you have Stargirl and you Can dip into you that that JSA vibe, <laughs> yeah. which is somewhere they haven't gone in TV. You have Flash, you have Arrow, you know, Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow and all this, but now you have DC, you know, pulling deep cuts. From their select version, that's going to probably end up on the WB first. Well, I mean, yeah. so everybody knew of Green Arrow before before um, it became on the CW. Yeah, and everybody knew of it, but they didn't know like Oliver Queen and his old like character arc. So I'm um, didn't know his origins, but you knew. Oh, that's uh, he's on the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that they're going. Even deeper now that they they've seen that because this is like fifties no, well, and stuff. people are clamoring for like because especially with Green Lantern you have nobody really focused on Alan Scott as the first Green Lantern you know Hal Jordan and you know Guy Gardner, everybody knows Hal Jordan and, you know yeah. you know Kyle Rayner and yeah but John Stewart not from the Daily Show not Daily Show we're not doing a James Gunn thing we're not doing that I knew yes, you were going there. 
<laughs> God damn it, I tried to stop it. I'm sorry. If I can remember. <laughs> it's been a long day. But people are clamming, clamoring for another, you know, just to see where the Green Lantern came from. Yeah. To see the origins of that. So I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah. To say the least. Hundred percent. If this is if this is like a real casting here, they're if they're really pulling this deep cut here for, with Alan Scott, absolutely I'll be watching. On the internet. On the internet. On the interwebs. Alright, next story we have Pokemon. Pokemon Got a bitch them all. Yeah. Pokemon fans are upset. Um, they're Why speaking are out. They upset? They're speaking out, and that is complaints. their natural way of being. Now, no petitions filed yet, <laughs> and don't it's start. But they got problems with Sword and Shield, saying that they're pretty much a lot of fans are outraged that Game Freak had the audacity, not the program, the audacity to reuse animations from previous Pokemon franchises. What the fuck? They don't want you to use old shit, man. Tough. Now, here's my thing. All right. Fans also dislike how Sword and Shield won't be compatible with every Pokemon. Like in past games, you could take all your Pokemon. I I can understand that for the the completionist, but you have to stop somewhere. You have to stop somewhere. The the franchise is 20 (coughs) goddamn years old. You have to stop somewhere. Now, you will be able to move some amount, unspecified amount, over. Game Freak hasn't announced exactly what that number is going to be. Ha! Yes, Sean! Motherfucker! Motherfucker. In British accents. Motherfucker? Because <laughs> there's a bunch of different accents. Cockney, you know, well, I'm, you know, I'm not even going to try that, but Samuel L. Jackson, British accent, motherfucker. Make it happen, internet. Um, but back on to this one, we see... Just ask him. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> But this is what Sam got Jackson, me. Jackson, we need your motherfuckers. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Animations for over 900 Pokemon models to this point, okay? And over uh, about a thousand different moves that they would have to animate just to get everything uh, into this one Sword and Shield game on top of what they're making. Yeah, but. So all. The- That's what fans want. That's what fans want. Fans are already getting that through Pokemon Go and Pokemon the let, Let's Go, uh, Let's Go uh, Pokemon Pikachu, or whatever. And it's in a higher fidelity than the 3DS version, so you're going to be getting a higher crystal clear version of these Pokemon in the Switch. Rather, so than you still have to reuse old assets. Yeah, there's going to be more assets because the system is more powerful. Yeah, shut up, people. Enjoy the game. It's, it's, essentially, that's all it is. They cannot. Just they cannot just show up. Yeah, it's not possible. But, uh, I love our audience, by the way. I do. The uh, Gorilla Games, they're hiring for yes, a major PS5 game. I saw that oh, they're cool. hiring. I'm intrigued. Several game jobs listed. Now, you may be wondering, What did man, they make? Man, man, where, where do I know them from? You know them from Horizon Zero Dawn and Killzone. Deep cut there. from when Horizon Zero Dawn was an amazing game. I'm going to pick that one up on the PS5 because that's a definite open world. And part of the job listings they said for like storytellers was a dramatic storytelling for open world games. So they're, that's where I kind of think, yeah, they want to work on Horizon Zero Dawn. They may want to go with a new IP 
but they may want to bring back Killzone and have a Killzone on this console. Maybe they were working on that, and they have some job listings out. So now, okay, yeah, we can move on to that. It's kind of hard to tell. They have two IPs, and you don't know really where they're going to go with this. But they have job listings up because they want to double their number of employees so that they, we, they can work on two games at once. They posted more than 60 job list listings on its official site, ranging from senior game editors, uh, or game writers, rather, which is where the dramatic storytelling posting would come involved. They have uh, network engineers, AI programmers, to uh, senior 3D character artists, and even AI, and AI programmers for the NPCs. So... That's where maybe people are kind of leaning towards Horizon Zero Dawn 2, because Horizon Zero I'm Dawn is a great game. I'm, I'm glad to hear this on two campuses. One. Because Activision keeps laying off people? That's one. Well, yeah. that, that's, that's, that, that, that is, is another one A. That is one A. One B is... In a multi-point story, yeah. One B is the more employees you, the, the more, more employees you have, the more collaboration, the better the quality of product it can be. Not saying it will be, it can be. Yeah. The potential for quality improves. Correct. Potential, potential energy, for new ideas. Potential energy is still energy. Two, the developer is doing it right by putting um, more games out initially on the PS5 when it launches mm -hmm. to build their stock, yeah. to have more capital, to build better games in the future. As the technology progresses, yeah. now we don't want we don't know when PS5 is launching. All they said is it's not going to be in this fiscal year. It's not going to be in their fis this fiscal year for them. So yeah, probably yeah. 2020. 2020. We're looking at 2020 for Xbox as well. So yeah, but, but so happening. when they say fiscal year 2020, that's not until technically that's actually October 1st this year. Okay, so maybe they'd be. They may be pulling some sneaky shit in the background to try and then launch it right in November. Drop launch, yeah, just because that's how most like, that's how most companies do it now. Because they they want they want their numbers to look better for Black Friday, yeah. So they make all their money up front, and then as they see the money dwindling, then they cut back. Okay, I can see that. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely anything that Gorilla Games is going to do, I'm going to grab because I'm going to grab Horizon Zero Dawn. I've wanted that ever since I saw the E3 trailer. I'll just lend you my copy. I have a physical. All right. Well, then, here you go. Uh, that'll solve that. Problem solved. We're problem solvers here at Yay. the Games and Wallhangers Radio Network. The next story is a blast from the past. Ooh, sneaky, sneaky snap. Here we go. Although we already have one. We do have a mini. Commodore 64. Commodore 64 mini is out there, although you may be wanting to go for the mini <gasps> if you have a Commodore 64 itch because um, this one's $200. <laughs> two hundred. Wait, wait for it. Two hundred. It's one fifteen European. Yeah. Two hundred US. Yeah. And um, one hundred nine euro. I don't. I, and it's not even. You can pre-order now in the UK, Italy, Ireland, Germany, Spain, and Australia. No release date or word on pre-orders for the US. So <laughs> if you're one of our international listeners. You may want to pick this up if you have an extra two hundred dollars that you would rather throw into a wood. Chipper. I am all is, about. Is, I'm all about like retro gaming and stuff like that. But at a certain point, are there a lot of people clamoring for the Commodore? 64? Commodore sixty four. You'd be surprised. There's like people that have a Commodore sixty four or played a Commodore sixty four. They 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 hold on to the hardware if it still works. Well, this one you're going to have sixty four <clears throat> games pre programmed. 
Yep. You're going to have 50 hertz, 60 hertz, and 720p support. You can plug it in anything. You can plug it into a monitor like we have here for the OBS <clears throat> program. And you can also have it on a TV, and it'll still play better than what you would get if you were to plug in a regular Commodore 64, like we said. So a lot of the stuff so was, I agree playing, with that. I agree with that. Optical illusions play the So baseball. instead of playing my real-time 3D universe that I can play with other people across the globe, yeah. I should go back to 2-bit. Not all games were that way, though. I will say that wholeheartedly. From a retro gamer who's trying to... I own the Commodore 64. Of course you did. That's why I picked the story. As I show my age. Yeah. Did you pre-order that one when it came out? What's that? Did you pre-order that one when it came out on the stone tablet? You send the, I didn't have to. Send the raven? That that was... That, <laughs> thanks. And these 15 commandments. <laughs> Shit. Ten. Ten. Ten for which you were to abide by. <laughs> no, um, uh, I still remember all the games. Surprisingly so. I remember playing Project Stealth Fighter, Airborne Ranger. I mean, they had a couple WWF games. They had International Epics Karate. Karateka was a good one on there. Uh, yeah, so like a, a lot of the Dungeons and Dragons SSI games were on there. And yeah. they, they had their inception on there. Yeah. And guess what? I don't need to spend two hundred hours. Cause why? Cause I have a fucking emulator. Yeah, that's it. If you really want these games, you can just go to the PC Master Race and find an emulator and then play it for probably fucking free. But this the Commodore Vic 64 emulator, mode, yeah, is going to come with three modes: the classic Commodore sixty four, Commodore Vic twenty, and uh, the game carousel. So you're also going to be able to load any Commodore 64 or VIC-20 ROMs through the four USB ports. They were talking about a joystick, which is a lot like uh, the joystick for the Commodore Mini. Yeah, being attributed to this as well. So you have all the kind of functionality of the Commodore 64 with modern visuals. The controller and for a Commodore 64 was the same controller and the same port that you used for your Atari. That was it. Was it Atari 2600 and Commodore 64, same port? Atari ahead. <laughs> so. It was a shit back in the day. It was. This next story is not as pleasant. So, there was a little man called Austin Thompson. He pled guilty uh, back in November to the charge was damage to a protected computer. So. Austin was a hacker who is now jailed for uh, 27 months for a DDoS attack on Daybreak Games. So, in late 2013, his group, I can't make this the fuck up, Derp Trolling. Derp. So, the attack was not only on Daybreak, but also Sony Online Entertainment. The, uh, were raided by the feds in 2014. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, so Thompson, he's he's kind of up Shit's Creek here, man. Not only the 27 months in prison, he is also ordered to pay Daybreak Games $95,000. Hmm. Which they, that was just for, you know, to put a dollar amount. They're not, they're never going to recoup that money. From a guy who's probably working at McDonald's, living in his mom's basement? No, they're not getting ninety-five thousand. You try to get ninety-five thousand from me, you got better luck at seeing Jesus, especially on a piece of toast. <laughs> <laughs> You're metallic, not Jesus. Which are Los Pontos? Uh, Lo, Los Polos Hermanos. 
There you go. It's about what I owe my student loans. Yeah, your Spanish uh, lesson for the week. So they also did an attack against uh, uh, Battle.net, which is Blizzard for League of Legends, as well as Stan for Dota 2. So they launched a whole bunch of attack. Another group of, well, Battle.net, Lizard Squad also attacked Battle.net. Battle.net and Blizzard Online Client are different because League of Legends is different. That's not Battle.net. Well, yeah, no, they attacked League of Legends, Battle.net. And Battle.net. And and Dota 2. So they attacked everybody. Yeah, so, they, they just took their fuck it all that day. They did. They did. I mean, the other group called Lizard Squad. People. Now, all of them were arrested. None of them got away from them. Thompson got away from the uh, the raid in 2014, but they still arrested him later on. So, right. you cannot escape the wrong. What are you going to do? Dun, dun, dun. And, of course, these next people don't want to be seen as bad guys. Dun, 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 dun. Wah, 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 wah. I don't know why anybody would see EA as a bad guy. I don't know, maybe because they're the bane of... The article, actually, he starts off pretty cheeky here. He goes, well, the surprise mechanics, uh, which is what they're calling loot boxes, Person. or surprise, surprise mechanics. mechanics. In quotations for the audio, uh, audio podcasters. Um... The Star Wars license one completely they completely balls it up. Uh, the whole ridiculous thing about pride and accomplishment. The company invites controversy to, like my nan, invites strangers over for a cup of tea and a Jaffa cake. <laughs> Wrongly often. Kind of like a zero, a zero punctuation kind of British vibe there to this article. But not any less poignant of a point. Um, it's kind of like listening to Jar Jar Binks giving, like reading an audiobook. Yeah. Mrs. Arisa I would love to see I would love to hear that like a, a Jar Jar Binks reading War and Peace accompanied by Mace Windu Battle Force Fucker Force Mutt Loving Motherfucker this is Sally Master Window. I would buy that. <laughs> We're here all day, Disney. Yeah, man, they come to us for the ideas. Linky has left the building. Well, he's, he wishes. He's scared. There's probably a, a squirrel out back. Um, but apparently, a number of EA higher ups were aware of their uh, reputation in the business. You mean the stigma? Yeah. Um, I mean, how could you fucking not? Even a blind man can see this. Like, dude. <laughs> you guys are the empire. That's what a lot of the CEOs are kind of afraid of. They're upset that people see them as the galactic empire. They are. Well, didn't they disband the Senate? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were a bunch of assholes and they had to be put in their place. So, EA, this was said by... By allowing EA, uh, surprise mechanics, this is how democracy dies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the EA exec, Mac B- uh, Bilby spoke with uh, GameIndustry.biz, and the main focus of this article was on EA Originals, which is, the pub- their publisher is, it's a publishing label that is aimed at small indie developers, and all the profits go back to those indie developers. A very un-Empire-like thing to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, the em- that's like seeing Emperor Palpatine with a pink bow in his hair. You're, you know what I mean? You can't... Be like instead the ultimate Sith lightning, Dark Lord with a little bit of glittery. Instead, pink. Of, instead of Force Lightning, it's going to be Sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> Force Sparkle! 
That would really change the ending of that movie. Motherfucker, I'm goddamn glittery, bitch! You do not understand. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> why are you sparkling? Hmm? Oh, four sparkles. Oh, that's why. That's why uh, Darth Vader went, No! You see, what happened is first they changed the spider sense to Peter Tingle. Now they're changing... Uh, you know, force lightning over to force sparkle. I'm gonna make you fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh my God! I didn't know we were gonna make Emperor Palpatine a hairstyle. <laughs> well, I mean, it is Hollywood. He's failing upwards. I have an appointment <laughs> open at two. If you can be there. <laughs> I approve of Palpatine, the uh, the hairstylist. <laughs> Title of the podcast. That is what he's been doing all these years. <laughs> the hairstyling. No, he's he's, oh, <laughs> he's been in on a, he's been on a Tim Burton set. Now, <laughs> the other thing before I get on to gears that I did also want to mention with EA is that a number of the CEOs uh, or executives, like CEO Andrew Wilson, are for refusing to take their cash bonuses, and instead they're putting all those bonuses of four. Point eight million dollars into a pool and giving it to employees. Wow. People Once again, very un-Emperor Palpatine-like. So four of the executives are not taking their money. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it's like that Doctor Who meme that came around, you know? So uh, they went from pure evil to demented. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just just check it. They're still in, they're still they're still set. They're still on the dark side. Yeah, okay. they're still Sith, but, you know, they wear a shiny Rolex. And give it to the poor. And post it on Instagram, so that way all their fo- social media followers see how nice they are. It's kind of like that. They're just like us. I'm trying to think of a Game of Thrones reference. Wow. Force lightning and all. Force buckles! Uh, <laughs> this title, Garrett, comes is out, The out Old Man's. But we flip it upside down because this is the Matt Man Championship. The belt. Matt symbol. The Matt belt. The Matt belt. There's no utility spot uh, spots on it. I don't have a grappling gun or like poison. It would have been better if, smoke if Emperor Palpatine had a unicorn like in bandana, like a because <laughs> then he could just rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> so from rainbows into Gears of War. <laughs> I, I I love I, I love stalling a person wearing rainbows in hand. That may be a mod. It is well, no, they actually have like the the rainbow souls. The oil can, like that you get doused with actually shines like a, in a rainbow tinge, so you can actually saw them in half. All right, close enough. Okay. I'll take it. I'll I'll allow that segue. Uh, but Gears of War will be getting two count them two betas this month. Available for Xbox One and the PC Master Race. So guess what, everybody? Open if all races. you only have a, a few more days for the $1 Xbox Ultimate Pass upgrade, mm. that allows you to get Gears of War 5 Ultimate Edition. Yeah, and you'll be uh, up available for the beta if you're the Ultimate pa- uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate yes, member. And Game Pass members as well also will get uh, the chance to participate in the beta. The first one 
is coming uh, July 19th at 10 a.m. and it goes to July 22nd at 10 a.m. The second technical test will begin on July 26th and go to the July 29th. And it's going to be the same times as the so first So upgrade part. your subscriptions. It will save you a bunch of money and you it get will. a ultimate edition which is valued at a hundred dollars you could pre-own it uh you could uh, pre the physical copy wise <coughs> pre-order it as well as getting it on windows 10 and you'll still have that beta digital yeah you'll still have digital. that beta that beta access there but it's going to be a very a small portion of the versus mode which is arcade escalation king of the hill two different maps uh and two new features boot camp where you get to test your skills as well as Tour of Duty, where you're going to compete for medals, and uh, with the medals you get rare skins. Um, or you could just play Gears of War 4 until you're ready. Yeah, yeah, you can do that too. Okay. Yeah. Just, Either way you want to go. I'm just checking. With the beta, now uh, they were saying that the one mode, where is it? Oh, up top here. Arcade was a new take on the uh, Versus experience with a new approach. You know, so it's going to be different, a different kind of play style there. With two maps, it's a nice kind of, especially with that kind of time frame for you to actually I mean, they try had their, out the new game. They had their team death cool. match. They had their they had their capture. Yeah, and King of the Hill. You know, that was always really big as well as Escalation. Escalation was huge for years. I remember playing countless matches of Escalation. Execution was awesome. Too. Execution was good. King of the Hill was always a nice. That's a nice I always enjoyed Execution just because it was one life and it was like all revolved around skill. And everybody seek and destroy over here. Oh god. What the search and destroy? Oh, yeah, search oh, yeah. and destroy on fucking call. You know what? Seek whenever is a Metallica. When, whenever ooh, whenever ooh, you ooh, play ooh. with me though, you leveled up like a motherfucker. Could you say that in a different way? Whenever you played gaming with me. Okay, I'll take that. Whenever you were playing Call of Duty on <laughs> Xbox 360. More specific. I like that. Yes. I did level up quick. Or we put that vague one in the box. <laughs> <laughs> when you played with me, box. you level up quicker. Like, look, man, it's you got to say that differently. This isn't Super Mario Brothers. You're not getting the one up for me. <laughs> <laughs> the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I broke you while you were drinking your <laughs> This is the podcast, Garrett. Welcome. <laughs> so it's going to be 15 gigabytes. Uh, and that's, uh, you that's just need to get. stop. Let's just go. Next story. <laughs> Next story. Xbox has a rumor. Um, they're releasing no. a stream-only console for about 60 to $100. Obviously, it's going to be attached to the xCloud project Ooh. they have going on there. But they're searching for more of like a mainstream gamer who they don't want like premium priced consoles like the Scarlet. They just want something that's going to play the games, the AAA games that they want to play, and that's it. This is for the entry level gamer right here. It's a bit more than I got that Steam link for. That's what I'm saying. It's a good price point to jump in if you just want if you just want to play all the you know all the nonsense Xbox titles and stuff that's coming out, and you got on the Xbox Game Pass and you got the X Cloud feature up there. X Cloud obviously being a big feature for the next gen gaming. It's going to be some kind of service, probably tied into the Ultimate Game Pass, more than likely. And this is nice if you just want to you know what fuck it I want to get in bottom level I don't care about 4K just give me a good streaming console that I can play games on. I'm glad that they're catering to the every gamer. Um, not everybody, like us excluded, yeah. 
not everybody wants 4K. Not everybody wants like that the the highest and mightiest. Like they they don't need their stuff to look. I do like, have a PS4 Pro right over there, which is all 4K. Which I, yeah, I'm not that guy. I have I have, <laughs> I have a one I have a one X and a Pro. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that guy. But hey, you guys that are those guys, <laughs> that's how you get in there. But then I still play I still play my emulator. So I'm still playing like you know Super Mario. I'm still playing. I've, I've been actually enjoying Paper Mario. So, like, it just goes back to show you that... Man, off of this one story that I think you said in the chat last week, uh, which was the Old Republic is the game you want to play in 2019. I hop back on. Yeah. And I realized I haven't played that game since I put... I upgraded the PC. So I went and played it, and it played so much smoother. So I'm going to be you, I'm gonna be going through that when I'm not editing. I <laughs> Which is a scary just, just listen. Because Stranger Things Season 3 came out, too. Yes. I'm really far into that. And I love what they did with that season. Um, I'm going to get him on the Stranger Things after Game of Thrones. Lynn and I are finishing up Boardwalk Empire, which we're on Season 5 right now. So um, once we're done that, then we're just going to dust through Stranger Things. Yeah. It's a great series, man. Especially with uh, we watched, Hellboy. We watched, yeah. Cop. We watched uh, we watched season one. We just didn't start season two and three. But so we'll just two and three really ramp up with the action. I, it's really good. I believe you. It's just that you know, with everything else going on, you know. What you're acting like you got kids or some shit? Do I? <laughs> do I have kids? Few. Lynn, do we have kids? We do. What? <laughs> so this next story: Sony and Microsoft are trying to reduce console production in China due to a follow-up. These tariffs are going to be the best ever. Yeah. <laughs> Do the chickens have large talents? Sean asks. Yeah. Only on Thursdays. Yeah. There you go. They get them clipped on uh, Fridays. Yes. They grow back quick. Um, so with the tariffs we reported last week, Trump obviously wanting to hike up as high as 25% on uh, products coming out of China, which would obviously really hinder things because a lot of our electronics come out of fucking China. Yeah, they, they have literally parts where you could build a fucking computer. They have marketplaces with electronic components in China where you could just buy oh, transistors yeah, I've, I've and I've seen that documentary where he like, just walks through and buys this, buys that, and then he's got a working phone. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? This is why they're this is why they're ahead in five G. Yeah, motherfuckers. Like, ugh. but I really think that this is a this is interesting how Nintendo handled this. Because Nintendo is also looking at this as well. All It has all of them worried with the tariffs. Because that's something they can't control, which is going to cause a huge hike, as well as how much those fucking consoles are going to cost. Because especially with xCloud and the yep. upgraded yep. processors and everything they're putting in there, <coughs> it's going to cost more money. Yep. So that's why they're giving you the lower price option. Here you see Nintendo actually saying, okay, we're not going to you know, have production in China. We'll go to Southeast Asia. Okay, fine. Done. There you go. That's it. All right, I'm in Southeast Asia. <laughs> That's it. That's literally good. it. You know? Like, uh, all right. We'll China was getting expensive to produce shit anyway. <laughs> we'll move down the block. It's cool. You know? Like, all right. I see that as a nice loophole. Especially as of now, the proposed tariff has been delayed indefinitely. So, so I it still has I, Sony and Microsoft worried about it. So I'm glad that they're 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 thinking of the conscious gamer and and not wanting to stress them out as far as paying for extra consoles. But 
I don't know, just food for thought. Why don't we just have a production center in every country? Just well, I mean, with the tariffs, and, Trump and, and, has always said he wanted to get country. more stuff built here. Okay, which I can't argue with that. Want no. more stuff built in America? Yeah, yeah as, but, as as Ennis would say, America, America. And I see this as more likely of what's to happen with. He says Napoleon's on him. <laughs> with you know, the company got just going for the next cheapest option. Of course, they're just going to go to Southeast Asia. The fucking well, potential yeah. is booming there. And they go to those places because the labor's cheap. They got to save a buck. Human yeah, but just because, what is that? So just because the labor is cheap, you spend more on shipping it over. Yeah. So, I mean, if you would pay for the extra amount of labor. Like, anytime you look something up on the, like, you click on the Facebook article and you see something mm-hmm. that's really cool that you like and then you order it and then, like, ten months later it finally gets here from fucking Pack Mule. That's what that is. It's just the cheap fucking, you know, Chinese labor that's building this. Like the lightsabers I got. That's and when I got them, lightsabers. they were fucking dented. I bought an ultra saber. Mine's quality. Yeah, mine, <laughs> was, mine was made of plastic. One made noise, the other one didn't. So you get what you pay for. But yeah, that's all I got in the nerdy news so far, man. We got. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, this is a really good versus that I got picked up here because I think this is a good top, uh, a good topic of discussion. You, you could go to the uh, yeah that page. Yeah, just have that up behind us. So, versus. We always do an end segment that is what we call a thought experiment. Something interesting to get the blood flowing and get you guys thinking. So, um, I introduced Breakdown, which our first series in that was Female Gaming. which yep. was podcast 44, I believe. It all began with a slice of pizza. This week, we're going back to versus, where it all started with the end segment, man. This week's versus is a good one, too, because it just came to me. Whose healing factor would you want? Deadpool versus Wolverine. Discuss. Because this um, is interesting. They're both healing factors, but they're both very different. Deadpool's is very primitive to where part of one thing I always you always hear me say is that Deadpool is a lot more schizophrenic and psychotic in the comics because that was a product of his healing factor. His body healing over and over again damaged his mind causing that mental shift so that's what part of his character but the healing factor did that almost like the healing factor was the reason why Wolverine was able to survive the experiments with the adamantium and it was the reason why he was able to survive with Magneto pulling the adamantium out if you remember in that comic yeah which, when did they adjust Wolverine with to him to have, like, bone blades? That was X-Men. We were discussing that. That was cool. So he was, he was, X, he, he was, he was bone claw before the adamantium infusion. But was that yeah. comics? That was comics. Okay. That was, that's what I wasn't sure about. That because that wouldn't make sense if they get, he have to have the muscle in yeah. there to move it. Otherwise. It would just be a reinforced fit. It's just like a reinforced arm. Come on, weirdo. But that's what I was thinking, man. Like, yeah, you know, his, his like, healing factor was, was so strong that it grew bone and broke every time. So every time he's he's stretching him out, yeah. breaking his own bone, yeah, which causes yeah. his pain. Yeah. Same thing for the adamantium. Now, the one thing that was also explored in the comics with Wolverine that wasn't really touched on, I believe, with Deadpool is Old Man Logan. His healing factor slows down. Deadpool 
whether it's a fingertip or a drop of blood, that motherfucker is regenerating. So there's the difference because Wolverine has been killed. The baby hand. The baby yeah. hand is so funny. <laughs> and like what they did with the movies was really great, but I gotta tell you, man, I'm really loving what the comic has to do with Rob Lowfield and what he has with it, with the actual voices in his head add so much to the fucking story because this is a very mentally deranged man who thinks he's just hugging bunnies and really he just killed an entire room full of people. I would still do uh, Wolverine pre-Adamantium. Oh, absolutely I would go Wolverine pre-Adamantium. Yep. I would not want to be Deadpool. Yep. You'd have to have something really wrong in your fucking head to be, I mean, be that at, man. But at least it's kind of like... It's a better healing factor, but it's a lot more unrefined. That's the downside of that one. To where Wolverine, yeah, you're still going to die eventually. At least you're still seeing. You're not invulnerable in with Wolverine. Where with Deadpool, yeah, you're more in. in there was like when, when Wolverine was discovered, there was no. Like they couldn't date his age because of his healing factor. Yeah. So like he could have been 90 years old when Huka was introduced into the X Men. He could have been one of the first men. Oh, yeah, that's God. right. Game of Thrones. Um. <laughs> Thank you, Electoral College. Uh, Game of Thrones reference there for you. But yeah, man, I, it's really hard because having uh, Deadpool's healing factor, you're not going to die. Well, that goes back to whatever you want. That goes back to like our previous verses of like like extending the human race. It's just having a, a healing factor like Wolverine. Yeah, but it would be more. I would see it more or less like uh, like with Wolverine. I see that more of like. A, like a lizard, you know, to where the tail doesn't grow back another one. I see that as kind of being the common factor for the healing factor. Whatever the biggest chunk is, that's the fucker that's growing back. You mean uh, Deadpool? Yes, Deadpool, not Wolverine. Well, not Wolverine. So what if you cut Deadpool straight in half, like equally symmetrical? Probably just put himself back together, like... No, but, and you separate them and you kept them in different rooms. That's a very good question. <laughs> Would you have two Deadpools if they were both equally cut in half? I don't think you could actually cut them exactly you'd have down to, to the you'd cell. You'd have to get a laser level. If you stop at Walmart or a laser Rose. level, yeah. yeah. We're going to just stop get the it. app. Whoa, 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 Deadpool, hold on. We're going to go to Walmart. We're going to get a level. We want to measure it. Stop moving, damn it. <laughs> Try and make it straight. <laughs> Okay. All right, now get the chainsaw. Like, how are they doing this? Are you doing it with a laser? Like, a true, like, half? a true, true, like, computer cut. Like, exactly. Nano cut, la nano laser yes. cut down to the atom. Yes. Like, separation exactly in half. Damn. My comic knowledge stops there. I have no idea. <laughs> because I would imagine. We'll you probably go down to when he falls, which side takes. More less damage on the fall. Yeah, cutting him in half. A if one side has more cells. damage uh, than the other. Yeah, but if he's laying on a slab and you cut him. Okay. Yeah, I got nothing then. However, the halves. However hard the halves rock back 
as they fall down. Yeah, there that's you go. What, that's how I you mean. Turn. At there that point, go. he would make a ball reference to say, "I had both of them on the left side." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a very Deadpool thing to say. <laughs> and I actually didn't plan on wearing this shirt when I actually thought of this topic, but it does tie in nicely. Although, which half of your organs would weigh more? Um, I don't know. That half would weigh. There you go. Yeah. Because yeah. not all of them. Well, are yeah, because your heart's on one side, and you can't cut your heart side. It would be that. He side doesn't have heart. like two hearts. He's not a time lord, so he would only have one heart. So that the side with the heart. The side with the heart. There you go. Boom! We broke it down. We got to the bottom of it. Here we are solving the questions that really matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one. The questions that really matter here. Which or PJ and WH? Which half of Deadpool would regenerate? The side with the heart. That's there it. You go. Done. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> yep. That's I right. imagine. Yep. Heart's right here. No, that would. Yeah, but hit. you made the comment of. You made the comment of it doesn't matter, like if it's a finger or a blood drop. Yeah. He was uh, he he meant that like if everything else is obliterated. Yeah, like incinerated in a fire, and you know, drop a Deadpool sitting there. Whoop. New Deadpool, like a, like a, you know a weed, probably not instantly. No, no, it would take a while. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely, uh, I definitely think that me personally, I would have to side with Wolverine because one, I wouldn't want to live forever. Shit would be boring. You'd be by yourself most of the time. You'd end up like me in the Doctor Who. Oh, right. I was like, the no, fuck the did you start living forever, <laughs> you son of a bitch? You didn't even tell me. <laughs> The character, uh, two, me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, me, but me. Marty Stark was in Doctor Who, okay. and it was a Viking episode, ironically. Um, not that Vikings and Game of Thrones are directly tied, but Wildlings. They're fucking Vikings. It is a good episode. Give it a give It, it a is watch. a good episode, but she lives forever. But the thing is, is that her mind... Okay, Google. ...doesn't... How to unbend the knee. <laughs> No, no response. Google, he broke Google got, too. Got no idea. He, old man breaks shit. That's the title of a fucking podcast. You broke Batman and you broke Google. Good job. One ups break the world, man. You didn't even have there to do a DDoS attack. One ups break the world. <laughs> I think we'll end on that. No, that's so, your lesson um, of the day. One essentially, we're all world. kind of. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, we're all kind of on the same page here, siding with yeah. the Marines. Yeah. Yeah. Callie, comment! Yeah. Um, Schizophrenia is not uh, nearly as fun as it looks. Yeah, uh, Kelly's a little bit... But uh, it is entertaining. You are bizarrely hot when you have schizophrenia, by the way. They're the people you always see wearing giant coats in the middle of the summer. It's 110 degrees. They're wearing like a big parka. So you meant a physical 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 temperature. Not a false sense of yeah, uh, and they're like sweating and importance. Okay, that's that's a schizophrenia. Okay, health. (laughs) He's talking about health, not like oh yeah, I'm hot. (laughs) 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 Do the old eyebrow thing where you got? uh, uh, I could be overthinking it. Yeah, a little bit, but a little bit. Yep, still says (laughs) (laughs) out there the first time, but. We end off the podcast with, of course, thank yous. I want to thank Cousin Bob Bucarell, Garrett Faber, commenting and watching. I want to thank Kevin. Kevin, I want to thank Sean. Thank everybody for tuning in and watching. 
Everybody on the audio version, uh, I want to thank Eunice Soares, who liked number 39, uh, We Are Console Fluid, Elon could be watching, and he still could! Yes, he could. Yeah, sure. I want to thank it's Kale like, for, uh, not the not the plant Kale, but it's K-A. Is it Kali? Is it Kali? I might have written that, bound, uh, written that down dyslexic, but I want to thank them for following. Arlene Dillard. She liked podcast 47, 46, and 48. 48 being spoiler alert, 47, Ultra Clash Wrestling Podcast, and number 46, The Motley Musketeers. No teabagging, Bernie. And a thorn, uh, Thornhill. Uh, I want to thank her for liking and following, 46, uh, 44, and, and damn! She liked uh, 44, 45, and 46. So thank everybody for listening and watching. Thank you, Bob. Uh, both Bobs. And, uh, yeah, boys and girls, this is the Triforce Podcast. I, of course, am Matthew Bugirl, the Matt Man. To my left is an old man and uh, one big brother. We uh, want to thank you guys for watching and listening. And, as always, game on, boys and girls. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Yeah, you did a little bit. I looked at it. I caught that. Well, Same deck. Let's get the fucking giant a weapon. It's like, you know, licking an asshole. It has some life problems. We're not doing a James Gunn thing. I knew you were going there. You try to get 95000 from me, you got a better look at CG, especially on this That's like seeing Emperor Palpatine with a pink bow in there. Pizza. Oh, Pizza. Alright, if it's auto off, Mr. Sulu, it will turn on in the middle of the The calm is yours. Yeah, did. That's why I told you to move your fat ass. Oh. Exhausted. So, are we live? No, we're not live yet. Alright. Here's uh, the charger. Hey, before you down. We're not old. Uh, 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 as I turn uh, Oh, God. Uh, woo. Now we're all going to go get some icy hot. If you have to start, turn off your sound when you're playing Clash Royale. Oh, the sound is horrible. And it overmodulates the fucking speakers. Oh my so, god, hang on a second. I can't do a podcast without my fucking hat. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks, there's been a delay. We had a hat like emergency. It was. It was oh. all it. We call Whoa, it. Oh, the hat emergency's over. You can relax. We call it a wardrobe, relax. a wardrobe malfunction. I like a hat-related emergence. Do 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 Okay. Are we ready to go live? That we are. Hey, everybody. Matt Man here. Just wanted to put out a little word in your ear for Cultus Black. They are now on Spotify. Um, Google, iTunes, and Amazon with their new single, You Make Me Sick. Uh, big shout out to James Anthony Legion for doing the intro music that you hear every podcast. We definitely want to point people out to his new single, You Make Me Sick, because it is good stuff. Man, if you're a metal fan, you're going to love it. Uh, another bit of a nod that I want to do is to Black Market Movies on YouTube. 
youtube.com backslash back black market movies uh garrett faber a good friend of the podcast does movie and anime and tv show reviews he does a whole bunch of funny reviews with his skeptical view of everything so definitely want to have everybody check that out as well uh definitely want to shout out my buddy joe paladino for tales from the morgue episode two is coming soon and a whole bunch of great stuff forgot to add this in to uh, the thank you section of the podcast, so I'm just going to stick this in at the back. And for all of you that listen, thank you very much. Matt Man signing out. Oh God, we, we're going to end the video. We're going to end the video. Wanna, don't do it. What are we doing? Do do? do? All right, bye bye.